I'm just a man, but I stand before you, Lord. Your stand is also pure, but I'm sure you gotta hand it to your boy. Hello, everyone. I'm Marcus Staples, and this is Unpacking the Theology, a show that unpacks the reason behind the rhyme in Christian hip hop. On today's show, we will be unpacking Timothy Brindle's song, The Pharisee and the Tax Collector, featuring Fanatic and Jason, from his album Restoration, put out by Lamp Mode Recordings. Now, let me start off by explaining the difference between a Pharisee and a tax collector. You see, Jesus starts this story by saying there were two men, a Pharisee and a tax collector. Now, his audience would hear Pharisee and they would think of the righteous, the holy elite. So they assumed that whatever was said about him would be a good thing, positive. The tax collector, on the other hand, well, they were enemies of the Jews. Why? Because at the time, the Jews hated the Roman occupation, and tax collectors collected taxes for the Romans. So the tax collectors, being Jewish, would be seen as enemies of the Jews and friends of the Romans. Uh, an example of this would be Jesus' calling of Matthew the tax collector in Matthew 9. When some of the people responded to Jesus' disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Another example of this would be when the people grumbled when Jesus said he was going to stay at the house of Zacchaeus, who is a tax collector. Alright, now let's dive into the text. Our text today comes from Luke chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. Let's start off by reading the first half of the text. He also told a parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Jesus says, Two men went into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all I get. Now, we're going to pause right there, and we're going to take a look at the section of text we just read. Now, if you notice, the Pharisee started off by thanking God. He says, God, I thank you. So, what's the problem here? He's thanking God, right, for all that other stuff. Well, the problem is his confidence was in the works that he attributed to God, not in God himself. But what is our works? What is our righteousness? Isaiah 64 puts it this way, We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. Polluted garment being a nice way of saying filthy menstrual rag. One of the works that he gave God credit for is even written in the book of the law, and that's tithing. Uh, a side note is that fasting was required in the law only on the Day of Atonement. However, Jews at the time had increased the amount of fasting for the pious as, as a show of their piety. So why is no one justified by the law? Because, Matthew 5 says, You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Well, if we sin, clearly we're not perfect, because we've broken the law. I mean, I can think of at least a handful of sins that I've committed today, and I'm sure you could think of it too if you tried, or even if you didn't try. Also, in Galatians 3, it says, Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the righteous shall live by faith. So, this Pharisee was so confident in the works, the works he even attributed to God, that he was thanking him. If you notice the language, he says, God, I thank you that I am not like other men. 
I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all I get. His focus was on the works and the actions themselves that he was doing, even though he attributed his ability to do them to God. That's where he fell short. That's where he made the mistake. Now, let's continue reading. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. So why was he justified? Justified meaning made righteous. Because he threw himself at the mercy of God for his forgiveness, as evident by his short words and posture of complete submission. That would be his head cast down. Because you see, at the time, it was tradition to look up as you gave the prayer. But this man didn't even think himself worthy of looking up. So he stood far off, away from the altar, with his head cast down. This shows a posture of unworthiness, that he didn't feel like he was worthy to stand inside of the temple, let alone look up towards heaven. He knew he was sick. He knew he was dead in his sin. But Jesus said in Matthew 9 that those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, go on, learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. The tax collector recognized his own sinfulness, but moreover his inability to atone for his sin by his works. As you see, he didn't try to say, um, I'll try harder next time and I won't steal from people, and no, all he did was cry out, have mercy on me, a sinner. See, this is the ultimate example of, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. This is the gospel. This is the good news. You see, we don't have to rely on our works to please God. Rather, it's when we throw ourselves on our knees and cry out to him in our unworthiness, recognizing that we need him to save us from our sin, that we are truly justified before God. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by his grace as a gift, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time, so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Restoration is chock full of confessions of Christ's mercy and forgiveness, and I routinely find myself coming back to this album when I need to hear the good news of the gospel. Timothy Brindle does an excellent job of communicating that, and I encourage you that if you haven't heard this album, that you should go and check it out. You can actually find a link to purchase it on our website, unpackingthetheology.wordpress.com. As always, if you have any songs that you would like us to unpack, please leave a note in the comments section, or use a link provided to find us on Google+. We hope you can join us for our next unpacking. Thank you, and God bless.